Let's do it. You know what it is. Let's get out. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Robert. and we are here on the You Know What It Is podcast, man. Today, I got King Gas on the couch with me today to talk about the cookout. We Dude. here, man. What's the deal? You, the you deal? know what it is. So, what got you here? What got you started? What? Where did all of this... Um, let me go ahead and introduce. King Gas is the uh, owner-operator of the Gas Station Studios here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um they have been turning up for the past year that I've seen things have been evolving. You know what I'm saying? You have been taking things to the next level. Um, what actually got you started in wanting to do this? Uh, like music in general or the actual studio owning the studio? Um, we can go ahead and start with music. I mean, my, my whole family does music. Uh, everybody pretty much familiar with the Gaston family from, uh, gospel and church. And then, um, my father and uncles, they had a like a traveling quartet group that sung all over the world, like literally plaques from the House of Blues and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, mom was a choir director. She sung with uh, award-winning choirs. And so for me being in choir rehearsal and in church, it just, you know how it works. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much the same in that. So uh, they definitely planted the seed. And then, you know, just growing up with good music around me. I feel it. Yeah. When did you feel like you were going to start doing this producing thing? Because when you when you first started, were you um, actually making music like like rapping, or were you just always a producer? Yeah. So I was. Um, hmm, I don't think about it. I think I was writing poetry first. Okay. Yeah, and that was the very very beginning. Then I was put on to uh, FL Studio by an older cousin of mine, and. Um, so I started making beats, and it was like, hold on, it's a little different, man. You know, <laughs> it's hard to find somebody who can rap to my particular beats, and so I just started producing. So from poetry to producing, and then the fact that my music that I was personally recording didn't sound like my favorite artist on the radio was what kind of made me jump into engineering, studying that. Was there anybody that particular that uh, you started working with in the beginning to where it was like, all right? I got to take this from, because I mean, I'm, I assume you had a home studio mm-hmm. to start with mm-hmm. um, that took you to be like, all right, let me take this a little bit more seriously and let me actually invest in myself and get get a building of my own. Yeah, well, just as I was studying it, man, my first computer that I was doing uh, music off of, my dad worked for the school district. He took that shit out the trash mm. and brought it home for me, man. So shout out to him for that. But as I was learning, as I was studying, YouTube University. <laughs> it seems like a lot of people on no, YouTube University, but that's yeah. not, that's no, like, when, because um, I had It's Ray, I guess, come through. He, we talked about his album and stuff last week, mm-hmm. and um, he was telling me that he got a lot of his beats from YouTube, and I don't see a problem in that if they were quality beats or good beats, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Have you mm-hmm. Do you upload your stuff to YouTube? I don't, and I really should, to be honest. I definitely should. It's just been um, people come to the studio. They already know me for making beats. Right. And I've been blessed to they get swept yeah, up know, like that. To sell it like that. But it's a much bigger world. It's people that, you know, need mm-hmm. to know who I am outside of Vegas. Right. Um, but continuing what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. YouTube <laughs> University. And um, just studying that, man, it made me realize that this, what I was using, what I was recording on wasn't going to work. And so, man, at the time, I was like a musician at the church. And I was saving like 
$30 a Sunday, bro. And you can imagine all this equipment costs. <laughs> $300, $600, $1,200. So you can, you know, you can put it together on how long it took me to actually have a solid home set up. So, and that was before it was readily available and everybody was doing it. So the prices are lower, but, you know, here we are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. How have you felt the, um, I mean, obviously, the, I feel like uh, the reception that you've gotten has been quite positive. From what? What, what do you mean? From just um, <laughs> from, oh from the town, from the town, from the town, from the city. Because <laughs> um, Coach Dooney, uh, he worked with you. Yeah. Um, he talks highly of you. Uh, and when I was put on, I was like, damn, I need to really reach out. I need to get to, you know, know this person and, and figure out some things because it feels like we were in the same lane and I was, I'm learning. Yeah. You know what I'm, yeah. I'm saying, and it's like everything that I'm doing, I'm trying to figure out. And it was like, well, gas, go to gas, go to the gas station and shit like that. And I'm like, ah, well, I don't have this, this, and this. I want to make sure that me approaching this person, I'm at the, the level that I need to be at. Too, uh, respect, you know respect, man. So Big I, respect I felt me. like the timing thing was, you know, mm-hmm. and right now is a good time. Um, especially with you working with the cookout. I've been seeing that, Vegas is very small, you know what I mean? Um, Miles Lowe, uh, that's my boy, and he he definitely is pushing this for you, and I see that, and I'm I'm like, damn, like, what can I do to help? You know what I mean? Like, now I <laughs> yeah. want to jump in the rings, and, you know, because I'm, I'm, I fuck with Miles. Miles mm-hmm. is my dude, uh, him, Vic Smith, all of FCC. Yeah, yeah. Um, I my just, brothers, too. I keep telling them, like, uh, this whole podcasting thing that I'm doing is really just to um, – it's not about me. You guys have the talent. You guys have the, the 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 shit that people need and want to see. So let's go ahead and put that out there. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm just doing what I can to help. Um, so the cookout, how did that come about? Uh, just highlighting what you said, bro. I feel like um, that is your talent, though. Like just because you're you have a talent that is musical or something that you can hear, um, that doesn't mean that what you're doing as far as bringing the spotlight to those artists and being able to facilitate a conversation should be undermined you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah and so if we're talking in terms of the cookout a general cookout would be i'm bringing the potatoes i'm bringing the steak i'm bringing the ribs this person bringing the the chicken whatever mm-hmm. right baked beans whatever you whatever you have um <laughs> but this is a culture cookout and so whatever you offer to the culture here that's what you bring in so if i'm a producer we got a beat auction if i'm a rapper Obviously, we got rap battles going. The from five to seven, it's a general mixer. So all of the the broadcasting personnel, all of the radio people, all of the people who have podcasts, who have something to say, all the journalists, painters, everybody will be in the building, mm-hmm. doing exactly what they do, talking about what they do, and introducing themselves right there to a, a population of artists. That is exactly I what I think it. the city needs, man. I love it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these these social gatherings and, and networking, that's that's critical. I've been finding it really, really hard for myself to, you know, find these circles and stuff that I need to actually participate in. And, you know, I'm glad to have people like you that yeah. are putting together, you know, events and stuff like this. People like us. Uh, I ain't like gonna, y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because she definitely take a, a lot of that uh, stress, uh, stress and pressure. Um, from me trying to do hella shit for the city, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw y'all um y'all interview on the uh, room service. Oh yeah, yeah, icy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, icy Jones. That was that was real dope, and I 
a hundred percent when you were talking about um you know how she's going to be taking care of certain things and then um you have to you have to have a focus you know what i mean and then behind you there always has to be somebody that is helping you take care of certain things that's what i have as well now i'm really figuring out like yo if i just put my talents towards this allow somebody else to help me right you know what i mean a lot of things happen a lot faster Mm -hmm. so what um in this in the way that uh you guys came together and doing this um what what is going to be the next move you know together Hmm. I might have to have you sign an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't have to get into it. We can we can talk about that later when it when it when it actually is going to be on approach. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can we can talk about that. I mean, a we later. can we can highlight it though. Um, I believe that was for us is for us. You know, so um, one of the things that we are uh, adamant on doing in the near future is pushing more towards the nonprofit that we have attached to the studio. Uh, and with that being said, even though I'll be hosting classes soon, uh, you, I'm sure you've probably seen the post, mm-hmm. um, that lab was actually created for the nonprofit mm-hmm. to facilitate our after-school program. And in this after-school program, everything that is the gas station, being a one-stop shop, podcast, uh, recording studios for engineers, producers, uh, photographers, cinematographers, we want to host a program where those artistic kids that often get left out can come to that place after school, spend a few hours, uh, get something, grow, uh, build mentally, spiritually, and um, not be in the streets, right? <laughs> and and not have to pay. So you give them a place. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. I, oh man, like that's amazing. I, really. Really is. Where did that voice come from? I'm right back here, my guy. I was like, we on the camera. God. <laughs> no, nah, but um, that that is amazing. Um, because in that same vein, like me and my team over here, um, maybe you were the unintentional inspiration behind everything that I'm doing. I'm, that's a that's a big thing, man. I, the, the, the last name thing. resonates around the city. I, I won't lie. That's you know. Actually, I say at my last job, um, you know, I actually ran into, uh, I'm not sure if one of your cousins, uh, Ty, familiar with Ty? Yeah, yeah. So I used to work with him. I'm like, I was looking at his name when I got hired. I'm like, man, that last name looked familiar. Just, <laughs> and I just had to ask him, like, bro, you might have anybody, you know, in the music in it. He's Man, my dog, he, you know, he the Dr. Dre of age, you know what I'm saying? You know, my family would be. Yeah, the, the, the name resonates, man. That's, that's, that's what up. you have to hold out here. So. That's what's up. Yeah, man. And I'm realizing now, you know, in talking to you and everything that you got going on, it's like there's a parallel. And, you know, I would be humbled if I could, you know what I'm saying? We talk about some stuff later on um, because – in this same vein that you're moving for the city, I'm trying to be that voice. I've seen when, because I was in the military uh, for six years, and when I got out, I'm, I'm originally from Vegas. So, you know, when I got out, a lot of my boys were doing music and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, what can I do? I have X amount of resources that I can, you know, help them with. I can, I can do these things. Um, what can I do? So, I mean, now I'm here, mm-hmm. and it's like, what else can I do? How much more can we go? And you know what I'm saying? Meeting people like you guys yeah. is the move. You know what I mean? I definitely was going to show up to the cookout and be like, let's go ahead and start pitching some ideas. Because, <laughs> like, this was, yeah. um, 
this was definitely in the makings. I had to I had to have you on and I had to come talk I had to talk to you guys. Hey, sure. we appreciate you having us. I, I think Yeah, yeah. I was like, I really wanted to go to this. I was like, really wanted to go to this instead. I had to handle my business though, but it was something I really was gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah. um, In addition to the cookout, man, uh, we we will be hosting a bunch of different events, and the whole idea is trying to figure out how to get people who do this to mix and mingle with people who do that, and whatever that may be. For the benefit of the culture. Yep. And so just the same way, like, you're asking me, what can we do? What can we put together? I'm going to take a, take a seat down, or uh, we're going to take some moments to figure that out with you and what that looks like, and we're going to do it for as many people as we can so that the culture is thriving, so right. that we're, we're networking laterally before we can network vertically. Right. And a lot of people mess that up, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, when you go to New York, Atlanta, L.A., they network laterally. They all work together first before the whole community grows together. You gotta build you a foundation to stand on. Right. Absolutely. So and, and that's big and that's what's lacking here in Vegas. Um as you can see, like the numbers are going up as far as uh people moving here. Uh from heck of different places. She's from Hawaii, you know, like so <laughs> all over the world people are finding residence here. And so before they come in with their culture we should already find ourselves. They should be coming into yes. an already established, uh, you know, lane. Exactly. So, exactly. And, there should be, there should be, um, not saying like a check-in process or anything like that, but there should always be those yeah. people that are there yeah. that you, you know, a gas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you said it right. It should be a check-in. You no. know, if we go to, yeah, it used to be you go to Detroit or somewhere, like you got to check in with Big Meats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get away from the streets, but you definitely have to check in with whoever and whatever was the, the, the circle, yeah. wherever you go. Right. You know, so it, it should be that we should be so strong and so connected that one person can't talk bad about this part of the network and not or, or talk bad about this part of Vegas. And whoever's in present don't stand up for that next person, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's how strong the network got to be. If you come here and you doing something awkward or you're not moving in unity, we should be able to <laughs> you out of just like that. <laughs> yep. You done. You know what I'm saying? You can't perform here anymore. And that starts with us. So, hell yeah. So you giving a place, a platform for these artists and stuff like that to not only uh, perfor- uh, make their music, but to perform their music as well. How has mm-hmm. that been? Uh, a learning process for us, um, definitely. Uh, besides from, oh, sorry. Damn, big ass hands. Um, besides from the, the business side of things, mm-hmm. we do have our artists' uh, first interest or best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. And so as we're doing that, it's so much logistical shit that uh, goes into uh, making sure the time slots are available for everybody to perform. But at the same time, we want them to be able to capitalize, hop off stage, and people know who they are and remember who they are because it's a lot happening all in one night. And so it's so much stuff that we're just now getting into that we're also going to bump our heads on. But definitely, if I can say anything, is that the intent isn't just for us to host performances. The intent is to put... Our artist is in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A crowd that isn't all artists. A crowd that 
um, would prefer to hear the next local uh, star, mm -hmm. pop star, rapper, R&B artist, rather than going to the strip? Bro, I'm trying to tell you. It's been it's been a long it's been a long road, man. Because I mean, ever since I've been back trying to figure out venues and places, trying to figure out venues and places for certain artists to perform and stuff like that. Even mm -hmm. though they are local artists, like the, the scene in Vegas, they don't get the love like they should. You know what right. I mean? And it takes people like us to really have to. I mean, we have three stages outside. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That we put together for first Fridays normally, and um, try to get these artists to come out and perform. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to start bringing, especially down in this area, the art district, there's no hip-hop down here. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if um, you guys are in your area doing doing that over there, then we can bring that over here and do that over here. Then we jumping over, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we just tap into the right people and, and, and bring these crowds. We intermingle with the other crowds and mm -hmm. then... That's how shit grows. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only way that we can we can further ourselves. Yeah. What I foresee happening is uh, we'll have a representative from all yeah. those different platforms and we'll meet probably once a month mm -hmm. and we'll schedule days to where if the gas station is doing something, it's not bothering uh, First Friday. Right. And whoever's doing an event. And so everybody's stuff will be scheduled in a way that we can all support each mm -hmm. other. See. That organization organization you know, that, man that, that was one thing that i learned in the military is you have to have organization you have to come in here with a plan um it can't you can't just wake up and be like all right this is what i'm gonna do today now nah, i planned the night before so that way when i wake up i'm already in routine mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean so um yeah man i'm 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 happy you guys came through um i want to definitely sit with you guys after the event talk about the events um talk about how it was um there was there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of representation from us for sure oh dope, dope, definitely dope. gonna be in the building um hopefully some of the some of because i have a uh, jerry the black he comes on That's comes bro. on the podcast mm -hmm. i just mixed some for him last night that's oh, see, ironic look, look at that look at that <laughs> yeah that's, that's ironic that's dog man he mm -hmm. gonna he got something coming out uh actually tomorrow the rosen man yep, make sure y'all yep, yep. uh stream that um but yeah, like we're gonna have the artists come out. Um I like to I like to be uh what's the word? Not intimate, but I like to have a good rapport with a lot of the artists that come on my I'm like, podcast. Oh, he said intimate. intimate. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I like to I like to definitely get a, a good rapport with the with the artists that I have um come on the podcast. I like to get to know them. Because uh, I feel like that gets conversation going a little bit easier. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So I mean, even though this is our first meeting, I felt like shit. It was. This is. This is exactly what I was hoping it would be. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, that's what's up. Um, hey, I think you did a good job too, man. You leading the conversation. I mean, shit. Hey, you guys. You guys. You guys are answering everything in the way that you know. You guys want to progress the city, yeah. and it's like this is the things that I've been wanting to talk about. These mm -hmm. are the people that I want to be here to talk. Let me. Matter of fact, I have a couple questions that I wrote down before I even came here. Uh, let me see real quick. So. Talked about that. Uh, I like these lights, man. You know, I got the soft boxes on. It made me look, you know. Oh yeah, we got a person in here who came through with the with the lights, and she knew what to do. Mm-hmm. Got the chocolate looking golden wrapped. Oh, when it comes to working with artists and stuff like that, do you feel like um, you're looking for more of a quality thing, or is it um, a trend? Say, an artist comes in. And you've never heard of them before. 
um, do you just end up working with them or do you have to take time to actually listen to their music and be like, all right, this is what I can do? Or do you just go ahead and work with everybody? Oh, immediately. The only thing we're thinking about is how we can make this better. Gotcha. That's it. Uh, if a person come in season, then it's going to be a lot easier. If a person, we don't know them, they, you know, they new to the, the craft, whatever the case may be, they terrible subjectively. Uh, either way, we like, as soon as they jump on a mic and they start with their first verse or first chorus, we already thinking like, all right, we can do this to make the song better. We can do this. We can offer this. As soon as he's done, I'm going to give him this type of advice or her this type of advice. So it's not, we don't, we don't discriminate as far as anybody. Yeah, being, everybody you know. that books a session gets the same. They get that same treatment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you if you flat. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna help you find the note. Man. I'm gonna help you learn how to breathe. I'm gonna because tell you you're off your timing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna add harmonies to your song. That's the only way they get better, right? Right. Absolutely. And I mean. and then I'll say this too for any engineers who may watch this or studio owners, like you shouldn't discriminate. A lot of people don't care to be the next the baby or or Drake. They literally just want the therapy, right? Of getting the music off. Get yeah. And if you literally kicking them out or you ain't trying to work with them because they don't have a name, like you you know you kind of being detrimental yeah what is the um i hate having glasses on with this phone <laughs> those for prescription or that's just swag no nah, this is the swag man he's a head blogger <laughs> i realized the conversation me speaking comes a lot easier with these glasses on yeah yeah you know i mean these, yeah. these are my confident boosters right yeah can't nobody see me while i'm talking <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, with the artists that you have worked with, I've seen you work with, um, like I said before, Dooney, uh, you work with Jerry, um, you work with Bay Blue, right? No, I actually haven't worked with Bay Blue. It's ironic because my family on my mom's side is all Donna's. Mm. You work with Ty Herbo? Of course. That's little bro. What is it like seeing, seeing that pop? Seeing that go somewhere, seeing the city like really get behind, you know, these artists, yo beats, you know, certain things like that. Mm, I feel like a proud dad, I guess. <laughs> like, you know, your dad sit back, you do something good, you're like, I made that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I made that. Yeah. That's dope. Well, I guess, uh, if anything, I'm kind of, I don't know, it's new to me too. You never know if something's going to pop, you never know if people going to like it. And I don't think we necessarily always create with that in mind. Yeah. But when we do and it work out, it feel good. I'm going to just be candid. That's what's up. Mm. I've been looking for more producers to um, work with and stuff like that. I've been um, actually thinking about doing it because we did a cypher last year. Um, we had we had a 13 artists. Uh, we did two beats. Uh, my boy Quick made it, made uh, both of the beats. And um, I heard of him. He should tap in. He oh, he was supposed in. to be here tonight, man. He was very excited. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> heard of him before. So shout out to him. Yeah, man. Hopefully you're watching. <laughs> but um, what is it? Where the fuck was I at? Yeah, hopefully my lips ain't chopped on camera. You got that shit serious over there. No, you was um. Oh yeah, yeah. I was talking about working with um different producers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about uh about doing stuff like that? Um, 
Like collabing? Like collabing. Um, not necessarily with just an artist, but like with different, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Producers, I've, I've uh, collabed with Miles. I've collabed with Magnezy. Uh, oh, sorry, not Miles. Noise. That's bro, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'll call him Miles. But, <laughs> yeah, but Noise, I'll collab with him. S I'll collab dot. with S Dot. I'll collab with Complex. I'll collab with J Cash, Shreddy. Uh, there's so many different producers, man. And I hate to leave anybody out, but Chef, just to say, Chef oh, yep, Chef, that's my boy. He's so slept on, man. You would not think that he'd be making slappers like that. Chef. Yeah, Wait, Chef went Chef? crazy. He's like, oh, Chef went crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm, you like need a Hawaiian cat, man. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, in saying that, like literally, as long as the energy right, I'm witty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can tell. I can tell right away, man. I'm a very spiritual person. If a person is trying to just use me or some some type of situation, I'll shut it down quick. You know what I'm saying? If a person got like some weird-ass ulterior motive, I'll shut it down. Hell yeah. I ain't even wasting no time. Hell yeah. You are That's not invited to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> So with the cookout, um, like you were saying, it's supposed to be a cultural experience for the city. Yeah. Um, no criteria. Everybody just just sign up. For what? The rap battle. The rap battle. For the. I mean. I mean, you should you probably bring some hot shit. make sure you got some actual bars. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's, yeah, I'm gonna get those I'm, that I'm come up and just sign to up. See it though, because a lot of people really think that they're lyricists lyricists and there's a lot of lyricists in the city that don't really necessarily put out a lot of music you know mm-hmm. what i mean they more so just come in to record it for themselves and their families like i know we have some clients that are sleepers like niggas don't even know their names that yeah. are coming to the cookout that you know what i mean bars. That got bars. Mm-hmm. so it, i wouldn't suggest <laughs> I was coming, but don't Try to get on the mic unless you really got bars. Like, yeah. don't just try to get on because you're not getting up there and performing your song. Right. Like, they're going to spit 16s acapella. We're going to, like, you know, draw so the names to see who's going against each other. You know what I mean? Is this a freestyle or is this... Um... I mean, I'll, I mean, if you got it like that, you Eminem or you the next Eminem, you can freestyle like that, then by all means. I want to see that, We got man. some dogs. I know I ain't talking back. Like, <laughs> yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. I, I witnessed a lot of cats like that. Who yeah. Just like them jaded niggas, bro. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm just really put out a warning. Be on your shit. <laughs> for real. No, it's not no. It's not no. It's not for play. I'm. A, that's all I'm gonna say. It's, it's a rap battle. Play. Yeah. Like there's real people battle. that are Come really. Ready. Can they yeah. manifest that like the old days? Can they really manifest that? Them niggas used to go. Or, yeah. Because or, every rapper is not a great lyricist per se. Every rapper does not necessarily just bar shit down. There are rappers that make great music. I've witnessed it. I've mixed it. You know what I mean? Oh, you that mixed aren't. It? Yeah. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know just on the business. Nah. No, she do all that too. I, I, I'm an artist. I have my okay. own music. Mm-hmm. I mix and master. I See, write I music. I produce. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You thought? I, oh, you you thought I gave her the name the baby goat? Yeah, yeah. my yeah. clients gave me that. Oh, okay, okay. Because they call him the goat. So okay. when I started mixing, and when I first started mixing, honestly, like when he wasn't available, his clients would come to me, mm. and so they started to get be like, "Oh, damn, she 
I've been in so many sessions where they're like, damn, she's doing it like gas, though. <laughs> like, damn, she just like gas. And I'm like, I can hear y'all. You know that, right? And then it kind of became a thing like, oh, if he the goat, she the baby goat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm right up under him. Like, our clients can switch back and forth between us and get the same quality either way. You I know? feel that. So that's ooh, where that nickname ooh, came from. Yeah, she said that. This would be a mix-off now at the house. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> she, said, she said the same yeah. quality. Ooh. It's the same, nigga. Come on. Come on. Tell the truth. Yeah, pop your shit. Your props for props is due, man. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. But no, yeah, really what I was saying about the rappers is that there's a lot of rappers that make great music that aren't necessarily lyricists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just... Just come, come with it if you're going to come with it. <laughs> I'm excited, man. Trust and believe I am excited. This Is there um, is there a prize at the end for whoever spits the best? So, uh, we might do like some type of voting situation where all those same podcasts and, and personnel that are in the building, we might, you know, do like a huddle or something and see who had the best verse. And they'll, be, they'll get some merch or something sponsored by Goated or, or that's our uh, personal brand. Mm-hmm. So, something like that but just in general man I, I say this win or lose if you get up there and you're in front of the whole city which we expect the whole city to show up to this event even if you lose if you spit some hot shit <laughs> I guarantee you still win yeah I mm-hmm. guarantee for a lot of artists uh, who aren't known specifically in Vegas this is an opportunity for you to get up there and get your name out there and trust and believe you spit some fire even if you don't win I'm going to be talking to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You may still end up on the couch. That yeah. gas is on right now. You hear? Yeah. Right. And baby, go. Bring the gas. You know what I mean? So it's like there is there is plenty of opportunity. Just come prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Come ready to go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I cleared my whole schedule for the day. It's time to go, man. <laughs> it's time to go. I'm ready to go. I, I haven't been to a real good networking event in a, in a while to where I can actually go in there Um and talk, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and actually speak to some people and and get to know some new people, yeah. fresh faces, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have been looking at us like, damn, I got the same five rappers on there all the time. And it's right. like, well, these are the ones that know me. These are the ones that hit me up. These are the ones that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I mean, these are the ones that I feel that are taking the craft seriously. There's a lot yeah. of right. um, rappers. Do you guys get a lot of people that come in and they'll be there for like a week or two, and then it'll be like you never hear from them. Absolutely. After a while. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not necessarily wrong with that. Like, again, we, we stress, like, uh, a lot of our artists just come for therapy. Right. Like, just trying to get away from a lot of shit. We get a lot of high schoolers um, mm-hmm. who literally just saved up, you know, uh, wherever they could from lunch money or whatever, and they just had to get these specific poems off, these specific lyrics off. And so uh, we never really put the pressure on artists to stay in the studio and things like that because inspiration comes in. In waves, you know? Yep. And we're always recycling between somebody starting a project, somebody finishing a project, and... Uh, yeah, that's right. Somebody starting a project and somebody finishing a project. Right. Like, the consistent, regular clients, be, you know, you know after they drop their project, they're going to be gone for a month or two, and then they're going to come back and start working on the next project. And mm-hmm. then some artists, like, consistently, like, he has a couple clients... Where they're literally always working a project. Right, they paying the rent at the studio. Like I got clients that come every week. That's what I want. That's what I want. Just because, just so you can stay in it. You know what I mean? Like that. Because the more you record, the better you're gonna get, and the more comfortable you're gonna get. You know, because writing a song and performing it to yourself and on the mic are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. She's got to stay in the gym. <laughs> so when it comes to the space, um, you guys offer a lot of a lot of things. What actually got you into the whole multimedia aspect of everything else and not just having the uh, production studio? Well, the vision for the gas station and for the cookout is just coming to fruition, but it's been there. I just didn't know how to make it happen. Uh, I didn't know her at the time. Right. She came in and helped help paint the picture, you know, even more. And so it was it was an ever-growing thing because I had already been there. I struggled myself um, trying to figure out who's a, this person, who's that, uh, who's the person to talk to to do this. And uh, being in open mics and what was available for producers and beat battles and all this stuff. I literally been in all facets of it. From rapper, producer, songwriter, everything. And I, I've felt it from all ends. So me sitting in that and dwelling in that in my own spare time at the original gas station or in my mama's living room is what put like put that baby in the incubator. You know what I'm saying? And that, that baby, I mean the vision. So the vision been long gone. It's just, just now starting to come, uh, come forth. Yeah, man. Well, I see it. I think the world see it. I know everybody in here sees it. Um, we ready for it. Um, other than that, what can you speak on right now of any ventures that you guys got coming up? Um, and then just let the people know where they can find you at. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm King Gas, everybody. It's Tiana Shaw, the baby goat. Uh, we are the owners of the gas station studio. Uh, be on the lookout for this Saturday, the cookout event. It's the biggest culture mixer that I've known in Vegas or that we plan it to be until somebody comes and does it even bigger, toasts to them in the future. Um, just in general, the studio is ever-growing. We got open mics. We got uh, R&B events. We got all types of things coming, a uh, whole new platform uh, that we plan to also create to you know, uh, boost artists and things like that. Without saying too much, if I can say one thing, the doors are open. Uh, my Instagram is open. Her Instagram is open. Whenever we get the time, if you are making sense and you have put thought into your craft and there's evidence of that, then we'll definitely hear you out and we want to see you win. For sure. We want to see Vegas win. For sure. That's it, man. And it's your boy, Vari. Dame is over there on the keys, man. We, we out. Here.